0: <laughs> God, Three, God, I look like shit. Two, one. Welcome. Do you like doing the countdown? Nah. I mean, it's not necessarily a like. It's more of a, it's more of a habit. Am I coming through okay? Can you see the thing? Yeah, I our think. P- yeah, 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 you're good. Um, our com- our computer, our camera's gonna die probably twenty-ish minutes in. So at the end of this episode is probably gonna cut. Nine thirty-six. Bo- word um apologies to anyone last week who saw my fucking balls (laughs) 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 not really but uh i was i was giggling because i was editing the episode and i was wearing these like really loose pants and you could just like i was wearing underwear oh boy the dog's coming through hopefully she doesn't knock anything over let's see how she does she's very careful good girl good girl joes
1: oh she oh
0: yeah What's up, dog? This is this is Josie. Everyone knows Josie. So what's up, Carl? How are things? Who's oh, by the way, these beers are all Carl's, not mine.
1: <laughs> Shut up, dude. This is my first one. This episode is sponsored by Michael Bob uh, Ultra.
0: I think this is gonna be the first episode of these these episodes that I'm doing it a little intoxicated. But we're gonna see how it goes. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. This Who knows? Probably fine you see Shane Gillis put out a new special? I'm so excited to watch it. Me too. Me too. We should watch that tonight instead of the fucking Ahsoka. Ahsoka.
1: More like Ahsoka, am I right? Fuck Disney. Fuck you, Bob Iger. (laughs) I think that's who runs Disney. Bob Iger. Yeah,
0: so I think I missed the train of uh, Star Wars stuff. Star Wars. Yeah, Star I was going to say Disney, but specifically Star Wars. Like you love Star Wars, Justine, Colin, you guys all love Star Wars. I've never I just was never into it as a kid. And I think it's the same thing with Marvel. Like if you didn't get into it at a certain age, I think it's a lost cause and you're just not But I
1: feel like you got into Marvel late. Like I was so into Iron Man as soon as it came out.
0: I liked Iron Man. Like I watched it, and I was like, "This is cool." But like, I never watched. I watched Star Wars, but I never thought it was cool as a kid. Um, so it took me about same. It's this shit where like, you watch the new Marvel movies, and they suck ass. Um, but part of me is thinking is because they're just trying to cater to a younger audience to get a new generation Mm -hmm. like obsessed with Marvel. Um. And I think it's just a little bit... Because they progressed with us, right? Like, yeah. we, we saw Iron Man as a kid, and then the, the MCU kind of got cooler and more developed and stuff. And as we grew older, it came to a climax. And now they're at a restarting point, and it's like a kid's movie again. But at the same time, Iron Man wasn't really a kid's movie. Like, if you go watch the OG Iron Man, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, things now are a lot more catered to
1: younger audiences. The dialogue is so campy, and like, there's so many more one-liners, and just fucking bullshit, dude. It sucks. Fuck you, Bob Iger. I hate you.
0: I don't think he has any say in the writing of it. No, he doesn't. It's Kevin Feige. What's what a Kev- twat. Fuck Kevin Feige. What's Kevin Feige He's doing?
1: the CEO of Marvel. Like oh. So they... Yeah, Disney owns all these things, but they still have separate things. Like Kathleen Kennedy runs Star Wars and Kevin Feige runs Marvel. Bob Iger's just the head honcho of it all. Mm. Tier one lizard person. Tier one. <laughs> that guy. Well, Actually, he's probably tier two because we know his name. All the tier ones are underground. I can already They're tell under the
0: Silver Lake. I can already tell this is going to be blown out. I'm going to adjust something real c- or not blown out. It's going to be fucking under Jonathan. Why don't we
1: move the uh that light nah, so that it's not I don't care. I okay. don't care. Whatever.
0: What people only watch this thing like in passing. No one actually watches the fucking podcast. Yeah. I mean it's a little bit better for clips, but you know, I mean okay. it is what it is. I can use a different clip. Um professional. Yeah, we're super professional over here. I saw something on TikTok about, like, it was a stupid fucking video. It was that, like, when you realize kind of fucking, like, meme. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, when you realize that kids nowadays being obsessed with the 90s is, like, the same as, like, when kids our age. Like, when we were growing up, we're, like, obsessed with, like, the fucking 70s. Yeah. And shit like that. Are kids obsessed with the 90s right now? Yeah, dude. It's, like, fucking look around. You see kids walking down the street Dressed in fucking baggy jeans And skateboarding and stuff Listening to the toads. Fucking stupid sunglasses and shit That's the Y2K thing I can't fucking stand that I've talked about that though I don't want to get into the y 2 My hate for Y2K
1: I feel like people our age That are pretending to like Y2K Have to be lying Yeah Like it's
0: bullshit bro you think we're getting old now, you know? And, uh, do you know anybody our age that like, you're like, you're trying to be too young. Do you know anyone like that yet? Um, fuck. I was just thinking about this recently. Well, I was thinking about it when I just learned what the phrase serving cunt meant. Uh, Apparently, serving cunt is like a good thing. I thought serving cunt was like, oh, like you got a cunty attitude. But serving cunt is apparently like badass bitch kind of thing. Yeah. And when that was explained to me by our dear friend, first off, it was explained wrong because I was like, oh, is that like, yeah, you're like acting like a cunt. And he was like, yeah. And then Cameron told me it was like being a badass bitch. Yeah. You know, also known as a kind <laughs> Also <laughs> known as a kind <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I can. What were you thinking? You said you were thinking about it. Earlier. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't remember speci- what the specific example was or who I fucking met recently. I think it was like something that had to do with somebody in their 30s, like getting fucked up with like 20 year olds at a bar or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, we live in the city of like the king yeah. of cities of people that are trying to hang on to their youth, you know. I don't I mean know. there are there are people that are legitimately twenty years older than me that are more youthful in their cultural
0: knowledge than I am. Yeah, like, but it never comes off as like, oh shit, like. This guy's young. It's always like this 40-year-old really likes pop culture. Mm-hmm. Never like yeah why
1: why is this 42-year-old the biggest Travis Scott fan I've ever met?
0: Yeah, like <laughs> people who who like try to act like the oldest thing you can do is to try to act young. You know? Yeah. Like there's no reason for you to be fucking 37 and dressing like you're 23 absolutely no reason but you have to find a balance because the cuntiest cunts
1: are the people out there that are like 24 years old and they're like ordering like a scotch on the rocks at a bar and they're like yeah. you know what i mean like acting way too old i people that like are self proclaimed old souls fuck that self proclaimed old that souls that is so stupid yeah like if you ever say like i'm an old soul Go fuck yourself. Back to the drawing board. Figure out a new
0: character trait for yourself. What you mean by I'm an old soul is I'm fucking boring.
1: <laughs> I'm a fucking loser, and you probably aren't going to like the conversation I'm about to have with you. <laughs> anyway, but I'm a pretty old
0: soul, so. Um, I told you you are going to have to carry this episode, because I'm one, two, three... A four, a five, in. Plus all that vodka you drink. <laughs> uh, lies. Um uh, we just recorded a live set um for my stuff, Sun Grove stuff. Um what time, what time do we start this? This is nine thirty-six, I think you said thirty-six? Okay, cool. Um we just recorded the live set for the Sun Grove stuff. I think it went pretty well. I'm always I'm always astonished at uh, how bad <laughs> live sessions sound when they're recorded. Like when you see a live set, it's, it's got energy and like you hear the room and things like boun- like sounds bouncing off the walls and you got the energy of other people. And then when you take that exact same live set and only hear it through like close mic'd instruments, it lacks so much energy and so I've been mixing the whole thing for the past couple days, and it's proven quite difficult to um, – because I don't want to make it sound like a recording. Like, I don't want to make it sound – Yeah. It's always tough because it's
1: – it's you have to – I mean, we, like, some of it was close mic, some of it was DI, and yeah. it's, it, you want it to – and it's so much more complicated than being like, let's just throw like a room reverb on the master and it'll sound like it's in a room and it's like it's it's tough. You know, that's why when you get to the level where you can actually do this like at a venue, it's cool because you have get the mics, mics the back on the crowd of the and you have mics around the room that like capture all of that for you and then also mix that in with all the close mic jaundice.
0: Yeah. You know? Um but I find that I'm like <laughs> I'm making it sound like shittier in a way not like i'm purposely fucking up the sound but i hear the recording and i'm like all right i could i could try to make this as clean as absolutely possible but then it's just like not then it's just a like a weird recording that's like kind of shitty and maybe a little less tight than it would be if i recorded it in a studio so it's like i have to keep that in mind while i'm mixing it and i have to be like all right what's the best way to um like, bring that live energy to the fucking thing. And what it comes down to is, like, like I have a reverb a reverb on the fucking bass, which, for those of you who, like, record, that's not, you don't really do that for the most part. I mean, you can sometimes, but reverb is, like, the sound of, uh, like, the room. And it's, like, really, you know, it's kind of like an echo, uh, which you don't usually do on lower frequency low end oh, if you're like in a
1: tunnel and you go, you hear like your voice expanding out all over the space that's I, reverb
0: you know what you said like weird we use the word reverb in front of colin and colin doesn't like write record or mix music or anything like that um and he asked is like what's reverb and it was such a difficult thing to describe to someone and you gave the great explanation specifically to colin which was like the halo theme song that's reverb yeah which is just like a vocal track with reverb
1: well because that's a really specific sounding soundtrack in that because reverb and delay are essentially the same thing so if you describe reverb in a technical sense you're just going to describe delay and people are going to think oh like an echo and then you have to go yes but no and that just makes it even worse but that example is like Perfect because it's literally just the most famous reverb for somebody our age that's kind of nerdy would ever think of. We we'll did the same I mean? thing
0: that we did for for Devil Lock, but for for a reverb. In case anyone doesn't know, okay, ready. This is reverb, <laughs> you know. And then this is not reverb. Yeah, I find fu- that whole Fun. the uh describing things in like a technical standpoint versus describing it, like in layman's terms as people would say um, it's so difficult to like break things down especially being a musician and like having been in music for so long a lot of the things that you understand are like really internalized um, and it's really difficult to like describe to somebody, like, has, have you ever tried to describe somebody what a phrase in music is? Like a phrase of a song? No. It's really hard. Mm-mm. Because the answer... And when I say phrase, I don't mean, like, a singular, like, melody. I mean, it's like a section of music. And it's hard to describe because you could describe it as, like... It's either, like, 8 bars or 16 bars. And that's, like, a lot of... If you don't, if you don't know how to, like... You
1: have to go down into the subdivisions of everything and it's fucking difficult.
0: And you can't explain it to somebody like that. So you have to explain it in like a, you know how you just like kind of know where like the music is going to change or repeat or repeat or whatever it is. And that's a a weird concept to try to describe to somebody. Um, But I'm sure everybody feels that way. I was thinking about that since... uh, I started working at this restaurant and I'm like watching like the chef's work. And I had that thought today about when you're, I hit, I really don't want to use the word masterful. I don't want to use the word masterful, but when you, when you're in, um when you understand a world so well and you understand a skill super well, it's, it can seem as if these things are very natural and that people should just understand them, when in reality you have to recognize that they are learned things. And uh, the fuck is my point? That it's gone. Teaching is tough. Yeah, teaching is tough. Teaching is tough. Teaching. Yeah,
1: I mean this is that's kind of why specifically in regards to music why I never pursued lessons of any sorts like teaching because it's so hard to teach somebody how to, I always use the term speak the language. It's super, super tough because it's been second nature since, I mean, I started piano lessons when I was like five years old and I got that base knowledge when it's super easy to absorb it from somebody that had been teaching for decades. And then After that, like I did, I didn't learn how to teach it to somebody else. And I've only ever been friends with other people who were also interested in learning it at different paces. But at this point, we're all relatively the same. And it's just, it's so hard for me because you can teach somebody like, okay, like play a C chord. And everybody could get the answer right, but they could have totally different interpretations of, how much they know about what that means. Yeah. You know,
0: I don't necessarily want to talk too much about teaching, but like I am a music teacher and that's one of the things that I have to do. And one of the things that I've found is that, uh, it's like as a, as a instructor or a teacher, it's very important for you to be able to discern what's important information right now. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like the answer of what is a C chord when a kid goes, how do I play a C chord? The answer is very complex. It's like you have your root note third and fifth and these strings are tuned to this so you put your fingers here cuz this is each fret is a half step and then by the time you explain all that they're like what the fuck. Yeah, and or
1: you can just teach them how to play the C chord and just you'll get to all the other shit as needed. Exactly. You
0: know? But in the, in like not necessarily yes, you just like this is where you put your fingers but then also you don't want to relay the information of like you put your fingers here and this is a C chord. That's cuz that's not the answer. The answer is like one way to play a C chord and the easiest way is this. And that's all you tell them and then that's their their C chord, but they know in the back of their mind that this is the way they play it. Yeah. And so they can continue to learn and continue to play songs without necessarily making the solid like concrete this is how you you know what i mean you leave yeah you give the amount of information that you need to do the thing while still leaving room to expand on that knowledge when Was the last time you tried to learn like a new skill like really brand new like not building off something like you're like i've never done this before unfortunately Wh- coffee
1: you know Probably, okay. like, latte art, becoming a better barista, shit like that, for the purpose of, like, when we were moving out here and needing to find a way to get, like, a well-paying job. Yeah. You know? So, that, for sure, especially, like, given that now I've gone from, like, knowing fucking nothing to, like, knowing a fucking shit ton in the last two years, three years almost. But, um, as my own, on my not for like a job um Let me synth, synth synth stuff before that, you know, like learning about that because um it went from like when i was playing with my residence like grandmother, that was the first time grandmother I
0: remember, like, is a synthesizer, not a person. Not a person, <laughs> sorry.
1: Yes, it's a syn- it is a synthesizer. But that was like the first time I ever really fucked around with a hardware synthesizer for longer than like 30 minutes, you know? And then just so much research into that. And then now being able to understand the signal path on pretty much anything uh, and being passionate about it.
0: So probably that. Do you think that... Because you there's always the... Like the stereotype and like the the idea that boomers and like I know a couple of them watch this podcast. You old fucks! Like you guys, you guys don't fucking they don't get technology, right? When the when the iPhone comes out, it's like what the fuck is this? Do you think that our generation will have the same problem? Because I don't. Because I think the underlying skill that our generation grew up learning was adaptivity. I mean, there was so much new tech, like, so much new technology was coming out when we were growing up and still. And it's like, it was very, like, the skill of becoming familiar with new tech is like a skill in itself. Yeah. Does that no,
1: I, I agree with you. There's a certain aspect to it, like specific things that I think... Maybe it's just my difficulty with things or maybe I think there is a certain aspect to it that remains, which is like more of Excuse me. more of like a, the palpable like shifts in the way that like social media works and things like that mm-hmm. is hard for me to grasp. And yeah, I've kind of like. Other than looking at memes and shit I've avoided use of Or participation in social media For the last three years But like But you can learn it Yeah, that's true
0: It's it's easy for you to learn That's different Because you are like There's a new app I don't give a fuck I'm not learning it And it's also an insecurity
1: thing Of like trying to pursue music And being like What the fuck am I going to do with this? Yeah, but like
0: once you Once you downloaded TikTok How long did it really take you To understand TikTok?
1: Well, I have, I've barely used it, but. But you get how it yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it's not, yeah, it's not, I'm not like an old person trying to
0: fucking get on there. And how crazy it. is it going to be when in like fucking 15 years, 20 years, when the kids are like, yeah, like, you know, fucking Neuralink. You just like, you just think about it and then you just know the answer. And we're like, what the fuck? When I was a kid, you had to go to Google. You know? Yeah. So
1: what about you? What's the new hobby that you've learned? New skill? Anything?
0: Um, I don't... Dude, I don't know. I don't... I mean, I feel like I do learn new things all the time. But... I feel like I did a really good... I did a really good job. But like, as a, as a young person, child, I, kid, teenager, I feel like I dipped my toes into so many different things that like there's rarely ever a time where I'm learning something new, where I'm like, this is nothing like ever I've ever experienced. There's rarely something that is like that. I feel like for me, I don't know. I guess synthesizers is a good example. I don't really know how to work hardware synths and I can't think of anything that would be like that. So that's something that I don't know how to do. Maybe I'll learn.
1: Nice, there you go. Exciting. Yep. We're at twenty three minutes right now.
0: What a crazy episode! What a crazy, wild roller coaster of an episode. You got any closing thoughts? Um. No. You. you what did you want to talk about?
1: Well, we talked. I. Don't, it's too late now. I don't. I mean, we we'll bring it up.
0: Maybe We can just.
1: Quick, concise. I know? hope I don't have to hose human shit off of any windows for the rest of this week. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking about. Where was it? Carl. <laughs> Carl said he had to hose some poop. <laughs> I did. I hosed poop at fucking six thirty
0: in the morning this morning.
1: Oh god. Fucking What's the bullshit. Uh, did we talk
0: about the? Po- There's an app for San Francisco. Yeah, the San Francisco Poop Patrol. <laughs> I know it. Anyway, the San Francisco Poop t- Patrol. Is a fucking app that tells you, like, people, like, mark... It's, like, Waze. Where all the poop is. It's, like, Waze. You know how you, like, mark, like, there's an accident here. And I guess people will just, like, mark, there's a human poop. There's so much
1: poop in San Francisco that they had to make an entirely new citizen app just for poop reports. Instead of, you know, a vague, small amount of poop reports in every other city. (laughs)
0: Talk about dystopian. The fucking tech capital of the world using their their minds and power to create a poop tracking app. Okay. Um, we love you, gang. Bye, so everybody.
1: A little shout out to another podcast. I'm anyway. Pod- I'm a podcast. Are you garbage? So They always say. Love We're you, gang. Love you, gang. Anyway. All right.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for watching.
1: Let's see if the camera's alive. Thanks for, Is it an it's, audio
0: it's, only episode? It's alive. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for... Tuning in. Maybe I'll do the podcast like this next time, Mister Loving.
1: Taha, thanks for getting to the end of the episode. We love you. You guys are great. John Murray, I know John Murray watches a couple of these episodes. Um, Maybe my mother, probably not though. Probably not. Anyone else you know who watches the pod? Taha is the only person I know that like will text me and be like, "Really liked the episode." Maddie. (laughs) Maddie watches a pod. Who's Maddie? Maddie Hartman. Oh, what's up, Maddie? That's your last name,
0: right? Uh, I shouldn't say people's last names it's the internet eh, whatever there's a probably a million of you guys uh, alright bye